Preeti Chiver. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valan or Bust, <laughs> <laughs> a Wheel of Time podcast. <laughs> we are rereading the Wheel of Time books. We're talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And this is our dive into episode one of season two of the Wheel of Time TV show, which is called A Taste of Solitude and written by Amanda Kate Schumann. Uh, so, you're not going to hear this when yeah. <laughs> anytime soon, it seems like. Yeah. So we are not posting anything or talking about the show publicly until the strike is over and actors and writers, the SAG-AFTRA and WGA get a fair deal from the studios. Major, major inclusion of Amazon as one of those studios. Indeed. So we're recording it and we're going to talk about it and we'll post it when the strike is over. Yep. So you'll get all of our TV show content whenever that is up to so probably just point. a big dump of all the episodes in like 2024. <laughs> God forbid. Oh, <laughs> goodness. Knock on wood. Let's we both it. have uh, <laughs> union members in the house. So yep. it would be uh, it would be nice. It would be nice It'd that be nice. it gets over faster than that. Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, OK, should we just let's dive in? do it? Let's just do it. Um, so it starts with the short clip that they gave us a sneak preview of. Yeah, the cold open. The cold open. There's this big recap that I noticed had a lot of emphasis on like Matt darkness, Matt darkness, and I was yeah, like, all right, okay, which I'm, no. I'm still not still not on board with. But I don't whatever. love it. No, and then yes, we get uh it, this um. Oh, so this is the part where I tell y'all what I discovered because so I didn't get my screeners, but it didn't matter because we're not recording and like trying to get these up immediately. Yeah. And also they were all on Prime. Um, but I had never like watched anything on Prime this way before. And I was I, I was taking notes as I was watching, and when I hit pause, it's this thing pops up that says X-ray, and it tells me literally where, they, where are. they are, like their physical location. And like what characters are in the scene. And I was like, spoilers, because this opening, this opening takes place in this like big star-shaped house. And there's a little girl like playing and, you know, running around the outside of the house. And then you see these lights in the distance. She's like playing on top of a seal that we recognize as like the seal of the Dark One's prison. Mm -hmm. And then the lights are Trollocs and she runs inside the house and like is under this table and is interrupting this like meeting, the Dark Friend Social. It's the Dark Friend Social. <laughs> and I remember the first time we saw this clip, they had like pre-released it at the yeah. end of the season one. Finale. Yeah. And you were like, what? so clean like there's I, what? dirt <laughs> I was like it's so everything is so clean I don't understand she was like so well mad about it I was. was angry and so I'm like pausing to take notes and it literally says in the x-ray that they're in Telerambrio which it opens like it opens up so many more questions well, given what we know about Teleranriode okay. from the books. I was just going to say, I think what we know about Teleranriode from the books, we have to like keep that separate from what we know about it from the show. Because remember in season right. one, yes. Moiraine and Suin like have these paintings that let them meet in this place that looks yes. like a real place, but is not a real place. And that and we so, know And they don't Teleranriode. have to have any talent at dreaming yeah. or whatever to get there they have these like objects some kind of terangrial I, I don't so know how clearly, I feel about that. all of these dark friends have objects 
that let them go. I, just, I don't know how I feel about I that. I know. I feel weird about it. Also, right? who brings like, their child to their dark why friends? Why are the like, Trollocs there? <laughs> well, it's true. Why are there Trollocs in Teleranriode? Why are there Trollocs I mean, in Teleranriode? Did she summon them because it's a fear and it's Teleranriode and like she doesn't know how to control her thoughts? But Maybe. who lets their child But why is the child there? Like wandering around. <laughs> Like, like I feel like find that a babysitter. What the fuck? It feels like that whole scene was for Ishmael to be able to hold the child yes. and have that exchange like, about fear. What if it's fear. just hungry? <laughs> and I was like, oh, what? What's happening? It was weird. It, it was, was weird. It was very awkward and forced. Um, but I, it also, I'm not gonna lie. Like obviously, to me, this was supposed to harken sort of the man who called himself Boris. Yeah, yes, hundred percent. Like that entire. That's literally what it is. I like mean, a, except their version of it. Their version of it, which is yeah. blessedly not 100 pages. <laughs> oh my god, so long. You're it right. was like five minutes. Thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> and like, I will say, it's cool that. Like, again, this is a cool narrative trick. You're with the kid who's, like, crawling around on the table. Yeah. And so all you're seeing are, like, waist down. Yes. And a lot of people are wearing black robes, but some people aren't. So you see, like, you know, a, like, a robe that has, like, a bird on it. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, is that a tinker skirt? Like, what are these, like, you know, what are these yeah. uh, designs going on? So you see some details. There's a serpent ring under the table. So, you know, there's an eye to die there. Mm-hmm. Like, I do think it was clever. It just doesn't make sense. It like, just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense given any of the rules that no. we think we know. So we'll see. Or even just like even inside of the show, like you know, what parent is bringing their child right. it's into so the weird. dream world? It's so weird. With them. To, and then w- Ishmael is going to stop the whole meeting to be like, what if Trollocs are just hungry? Like, none yeah, of it I works. don't know. It, it, was, it was so strange. It was such a strange <laughs> way to start the season. Um, I mean, I think that's like narrative purposes to complicate, you know, try to like, oh, every villain is the hero of their own story. And you're like, I okay, guess. got it. Yeah, that's what it's doing. Um, also, I think it's interesting that there's no intro like credits like there's no like yeah it was there's just like the intro screen with like the wheel of time logo and then it just goes into the show oh, really like, i yeah. skipped the intro i was curious i was like are they gonna change so it is it still it. gonna be the embroidery it's not there Wait, no it's not there there's nothing there's I just wonder, a screen i wonder if it was too long i mean it was too long but also huh. to like com- just completely remove it and not have yeah, anything. Yeah, that's wild. Kind of wacky. So I don't know if that's like a trend in like opening credits that I don't understand. Maybe. But, and I watched for it in every episode that I watched and it was missing in every single one. Huh. So, yeah, I've watched up through three at this point. So. I've only watched through two. Yeah. Um, but we will only be talking about one. No, on well, right episodes. now we're only talking about one. Oh, and I guess if you're new here, we do talk about how things relate to the books. So there's kind yes. of spoilers for the books if you haven't read them, but not for the show. Although there could be for the show, there given what we show. know about That's the books, true. but we don't know we don't what know the show is going parts to do. They're going to pick up. So we like try to be a little cagey, but not. We are going to talk about the books. Well, we're going to have to talk about Leandrin a lot. <laughs> well. Yeah. Okay. Let's here. Let's just talk about the the episode one. Yeah. Um. And we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. So it opens. I like that we'll burn that bridge. Well, that we're we'll gonna cross, burn it. No, we'll no, we're gonna burn bridge. it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was awesome. <laughs> so uh, okay. it's like this deserty, maybe like Mediterranean kind of landscape, like low bushes and scrubby trees and things, lots of rubble. And it's Moiraine. Who has been shielded still? Question shielded. Mark? She is still? cut off from the source. The yes. language is cut off from the source. So we don't know what that means. No. Um, I'm leaning towards shielded oh, yeah. in some way. Yeah. Same. I have a lot of questions about the choices, but I think I maybe figured it out later. So we'll mm. get to that. But the... I guess because, so this is where book stuff's going to come up. Moiraine at this point, in my head, I was like, well, she doesn't really have any other big major battle scenes Mm. until the end of her, well, the end as we know it so far to her story when she fights with Lanfear and falls through the thing, right? Right. So she doesn't technically need the power right now fair so like it could because this season is supposed to cover two through four is that right i think i think that's what i remember rafe reading rafe talking about okay so it could work yeah i mean listen they're making who knows they're gonna they're making some some Choices I think are interesting and some choices I'm like, that's a weird choice. Um, How do you feel about this one? This one about her not having the power? Yeah. I'm, I'm, jury's out. I'm curious okay. to see where you're going to go with it. Okay. Uh, I think like some of her like actual actions, I'm like that she would never do that. We, you texted me about yes. one and we'll get to it. We'll get to <laughs> but it. But anyway, but I thought it was like very symbolic. You know, she's drawing water from the well. She's not wearing blue. Yeah. She's drawing herself a bath and you immediately like, the parallel is so clear between that and, you know, episode one of season one, where she's like in the bath, she makes the water hotter because yeah. Lan thinks it's too cold. I still, still hate that scene. They like overdid it a little bit, though. I think they lingered on it a little too long. Like, I agree. Yeah, it's a parallel. Um, yeah. But anyway, it is a very human moment, which I liked. Yeah, we see her foundations crack in a way yes. that we don't, you know, in the books, we often talked about how we don't get Moiraine POVs. Mm -hmm. And so we don't often, we, she's very enigmatic in the books for the most part. And we don't know why she's doing the things she's doing or who she's talking about or what her secret plans are. Right. So this was a moment that the show gave us to sort of like see the cracks in the facade and we Mm -hmm. see her cry. Yeah. Um, but then that sort of like she gets back into like Moiraine mode, mm-hmm. which is kind of it was like nice to see yeah. Moiraine like that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lan is practicing the sword outside. Yeah, he is. He and he is not looking too happy with no. life. He looks terrible, actually. He, I mean, it's Daniel Henny, so there's a limit to how terrible he can look. But no, I mean like affect wise, though. But uh, yes, the he is clearly in a rough mental place yes yes and for the sword looks good the sword looks good Uh, for a minute i thought it was the bond but then i remember that he was like oh unmask the bond so they can't feel each other they can't feel each other that's right and that becomes a whole plot point um into this later Uh, Mm um but so it turns out they're at this whole compound it's varen's house Varen, Varen, already already. and and uh her sister who turns out to be adelaus these, so they basically have, they've collapsed yes. Baron and Vandine into one person. 
Which I think is fine. Yeah. Well, it depends on, again, I assume they're changing lots of other small things. They would have to. They would have to. Um, but I thought it was clever. Because I think those are two characters that you can compress without, like, losing anything super essential. Yeah. And I do like Mira um, Sael in the role as Varen quite oh, yeah, a she's bit. Great. She's very, very good. She has that sort of, like, there though there is i will say she's playing her maybe more sweetly i think it's i was thinking about this because you know varin is always described as looking motherly but not behaving motherly yes and i think they're leaning into the behaving motherly as well as looking motherly with this one yeah it was a little interesting to see her take on her because there is still some of that like not coldness, but maybe like academic sort of like perspective there. I think we'll see more of it as we go, just like in the books. Like when you first Mm -hmm. meet Varen, you don't necessarily like- Yeah, that's true. I mean, the point at which we're at in the books now, we're like, Varen, what are you doing? Right. What is all your secret plans? (laughs) Um, But, you know, that took like eight books to get to, so- That took 10, but what are we on? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. (laughs) The point is, it takes a while to get to that side of Varen. So I think this makes sense. Yes. Um, And Adelaide, she's like very like into land and like in an uncomfortable way. I thought it was to me, I was like, you're bringing some of that creepiness from the book forward. Yeah. Like, uh (laughs) okay, I guess. Sure. I guess. I guess. <laughs> uh, it, the show is not like co-signing it, certainly. So no, like, you know, it's not okay. being approved of. Yeah, it's not being approved of. Um, and anyway, is, yeah. oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. It just is what it is. Yeah, it just is what it is. So Moirene has a visitor from Ilian. <laughs> it's Bale Dorman. I will say listening to the Ilianer accent yes. is so much nicer than reading Way it. Way better than reading it. I It makes me wish I did audiobooks, but I can't. Right. I can't process audio information <laughs> when it's the only thing. But I, he, I was like, oh, that sounds like a normal, like, acts like a dialect like it yeah. sounds like a dialect yes as opposed to just like an awkward phrasing which yes. is how it reads in when I'm reading. <laughs> yes um <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of so he like sends bail doman in and then there's a lot of banter about like choices and consequences and she's 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 been real cold to land wearing as she just sends him out of the room like he's nobody yeah like no like i think in any other world there would have been a connection there mm-hmm. obviously but she is it hurt it She's hurt a little off. to watch it hurt yeah. a lot no no yeah. it's legit it's it's rough uh and then we switch to Egwene who Ooh. is wearing Novus white she's in the white tower and she's eyeing that Amarillo stole she sure is it was like, oh, very dang. pointed <laughs> that's great <laughs> um she's like you know doing chores and all of these like Aes Sedai are ignoring her like we know they do I love the like her cleaning the room that like it just turns out that Alana is having sex with her warders and I was like did you not know when you walked into the room like that they were in the bed like anything tell. uh so that was like a little bit like okay but I'm all for Alana and the warders like yes this, you know what made me think They're actually so, so it's funny I have like a brick wall between book Alana and show Alana at this yes point. they're very different and I'm like I'm nervous about 
Alana's later choices in the books because if if I have to watch <laughs> that happen with like my favorite Aes Sedai next to Moiraine so far like Priyanka Bose is so good and I'm she like is don't do it Priyanka Bose don't make me hate you <laughs> so we'll I'm see. so we'll see. I'm curious to see how it's going to go down because yeah. here there's an explicitness to her support that doesn't yeah. exist in the books yeah yeah so we'll see yeah we'll see uh, let's see. So she goes, she finds Nynaeve in the kitchens and Nynaeve is like, where is the Emerlyn? Did you talk to her yet? I hate cleaning pots. I have enough character. The the line of the episode. <laughs> I so have good. enough character. I loved it. So good. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, so good. Uh, uh, so good. Nynaeve. Oh my gosh. The so best. Good. Uh, and then Alana, speaking of, comes in to teach them how to do a weave that will cleanse dirty dishwater. And they like have to the way that they're being taught is that, you know, they take a cup of disgusting like wash mm-hmm. water and then you have to drink it by the end of the lesson. So clearly you want to strain it. Yeah, um, it was cool to watch sort yeah. of the channeling, right, where she yeah. pulls she she explains to them how to do it mm-hmm. again in a way that we don't often see in the books. Yeah. Where she's like, first you pull some of the earth, you pull some of the water, you do this and you strain Mm -hmm. it through. And we see the like literal weaves as she shows them to us and the strands weaving together, Mm -hmm. um, which was really, really neat. Yeah, it was very neat. Uh, And of course, Egwene is like trying to do it no hands because she's (laughs) Egwene. (laughs) And we know that she can. Well, she didn't quite, but like, yes. No, in, in the first season, she does it. Remember when she's like, doesn't she with Valda? You mean channel, not yeah. the specific. Not weave. the specific. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We do yeah, know yeah, that yeah. she can channel without hands. Yeah, 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 I actually forgot about that. That's actually, that puts some nice extra context on that moment. Yeah. Um, she's not just being extra. She's like been through trauma and she yeah. knows that like, she's not going to be able to use her hands sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a good point. Uh, and so, right. So Nynaeve is talking back to Alana. Alana is like, you have this block. So we've got the block introduced. Um, you know, I, ca- I just hope it doesn't last. Oh my gosh. Long. It can't, it can't possibly. It can't, right. I they can't. can't. I mean, I will murder someone if that's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then Nynaeve is like, well, fine I'll drink the water so I don't have to do your stupid lesson and she just cool. drinks it the dirty water so nasty Nynaeve but it's such a good Nynaeve mo- moment Zoe Robbins is like so perfect for this so role good. she's nailing so good. it she's just nailing it Oh my goodness. And then, so then we switched to Alana. Alana was in a lot of this episode now that I'm talking about it. Um, she's talking to Shariam, who's mm-hmm. our white-haired mistress of novices, Leandrin, and some other, I don't know if they're like heads of houses or, but there's different. They don't explain present. it. No, probably teachers. And we find out that Leanne is literally not allowed to teach novices. Gross. Because she killed one of them. I mean, unbelievable. unbelievable. I'm very confused about the, some of this Leandrin stuff. I just yeah I have questions Mm. that we'll get to okay okay uh they talk about how like it's not a it's not a coincidence that like all of the sudden there's you know all of these very strong new novices and we get the first mention of Elaine Mm -hmm. um and there's a new false dragon Mazdram Taim yes saying it on the show and I was like the names more pronunciation I know so excited Mazdram Taim Taim that sounds so much better than Mazdram Taim so 
that's how we're going to call him now. Um, although I still insist on Tarval, wait, Tarvalin, Tarvalin, not Tarvalon, Tarvalon, Tarvalon. I can't do it <laughs> anyway. Uh, but Leandrin like pushes, 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 and she's like, "I'll just talk to her." And you're like, I'll "Just have a why conversation." You let... Why, Shiraim, you know better. But Shiraim like approves this. <sighs> Alana's like, "This is a terrible idea. This is and not a like, good idea. Correct. It is a bad idea. Bad idea." Oh, and then Perrin. So this was interesting because mm-hmm. so in the books, obviously it's Rand and Perrin who yes. go off with all these Shinarans. Yes. Um, but now to it's find just, the horn because yeah, Pat to find the horn. stole it. But now it's just Perrin and Loyal mm-hmm. with Loyal. Loyal, sorry. <laughs> Loyal. Uh with uh i did love i uno. love uno i yeah. love uno already just just his bravado yeah. and like <laughs> yes the cursing and yeah. like the glaring <laughs> and like parent and loyal like oh, i said it too it's like See? teasing him it's cute oh my God, it i loved cute. i loved seeing parent like laughing and having some fun <laughs> Yes. Okay, but wait, we skipped over the part where he's like the saddest panda writing letters to Egwene and Nynaeve right. in the tower because he just is like, he feels so alone. And they he's think a- Rand is dead. And they think Rand is dead and he's still trying to find, like, they're all trying to find Matt, but they don't know where Matt is. Yeah. Um. And then we hear about this new tracker that Ingtar hired. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're going to meet Jewel and Sandar. Nope. Same. No. Elias. Finally, finally. I think it's a smart move. Yes, agree. Because you don't need Sandar. You don't need a separate sniffer. So bring Elias Mm -hmm. in and let him be the tracker. Yes. Like, I think it was super smart. Perrin and Elias Mm -hmm. in the same place. Yes. So that Perrin can learn some shit about being a wolf person, speaker, whatever. Uh, and I was so excited. I think, uh, it's not obviously exactly like what I envision when I'm reading the books, but I love the casting. I think he's got this like edginess to yeah. him of Gary Beetle. Yeah. He's got this like real edge mm-hmm. to him. That's very like, Ooh, you seem dangerous. You're probably dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And it tracks, it works yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. Um, with Perrin, because yes. I'm excited to sort of we only get like teeny tiny hints of yeah. the what's to come there, but yeah. it was good. It was it good. Was good. Yeah, and Perrin, you can see that Elias is either golden all the time, mm-hmm. and then there's a few moments we see Perrin's flash, so they like ID each other. But Perrin is like, "I want nothing to do with you." Yep. Okay, here's my question. Yes, in the books, yeah, Perrin can like smell things. Yes. But in the show, he's like seeing visions. I think it's both because there is, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but there's a scene in the second episode where he makes a comment. It's Perrin who says like, is sort of overwhelmed by a smell that I think is pointed. Well, I but in this episode, so, okay. So Elias is like, oh, you know, there's this fire. I didn't light it. And they yeah. go into this house and there's all of these corpses. And when they yeah. walk into the room, Perrin like sees these yes. people. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, happens yeah. in that episode. Yes. He hears a howl. He sees Fane. His eyes turn gold. Um, And there is, uh, you know, like he's like having a vision in that moment. Yeah, but to me, I actually, again, this is, because a, a similar thing happens in the second episode, mm-hmm. um, 
but to me it was their version of the wolf dream and i wonder but in waking life yeah because i wonder if they're changing teleranriod so much oh well that's interesting i don't know obviously yeah. Yeah. but if they're changing teleranriod this much right and they're stepping away from what teleranriod is in the books right it would expanding it or whatever sort yeah. of shift the wolf dream thing a little bit mm-hmm. perhaps mm-hmm that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, okay, so the other thing I want to note is that we do see one of the dark friends, uh, and there's this whole conversation about it later, is mm-hmm. um, uh, has like the skirt with the skirt, the long whatever with the bird on it. Yeah. So like that tracks us back to the dark friend. So yep. she's like, oh, okay, is this the same guy? Is it a different person? But who's we don't still there? We don't know. But so that's happening. Uh, right. Then we go back to Moiraine and Bale Doman, my new favorite. Um, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's giving her the hard sell. He's got this piece of hearth yeah. stone. Like Moiraine is playing coy and he's like, I know you want it. It's not supposed to be broken. Um, and then there's this, like very intense parallel. Lands talking to the other warder. They're yep. like, picking tomatoes about how their bond is broken. And he doesn't know how to like talk to Moiraine anymore. um yeah and like they're they're trying to talk him into leaving her they're like you just maybe you just need to go do you think so this is where I was kind of thinking of if maybe the reason they're doing this land Moiraine bond stuff is to be able to give us land land losing Moiraine when she falls through the veil without actually having to write off um, Rosamund Pike. Ah. Perhaps. Mm. My prediction would not go in that direction. I think they're doing it so that we can get Lan and Nynaeve together sooner. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong on that front either. Yeah. Then, you know. I also had that thought in the that's in, what a I little think. bit later. I Especially don't think you're because wrong. of what happens. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't think you're wrong, yeah. but I also am wondering if they're going to keep, given how they're changing and I know, moving I know. things around, yes. I wonder if they want to be able to keep Moiraine longer because, again, Rosamund Pike right. is the, yeah, the sh- number person. one on the call sheet. Mm-hmm. Keep her around longer by finagling some of these storylines okay. a little bit and mm-hmm. allowing her to exist in the space. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. So we go back to Moiraine um, and he is telling her he found it outside of Kyrian is apparently how you say we've been calling it Kyrian. That's going to be a problem. For it's me. fine. We just we'll just call it whatever we call it when it comes out of our faces. Um, <laughs> and then he's also like, by the way, those men you're having following me, like, could mm-hmm. you like you know, I want that done. I want money for this heartstone. And oh, by the way, there was something written on it in blood in the old tongue. And I have, I have the only copy of the poem. I'll toss that in for this, like for one more mark. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, he says five initially, and then they barter. And then she's like, I only want the poem burn. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. She 
she gets him good. She does get him good. <laughs> and I love him being like mad. And then he's like, all right, you fine. Got I'm fine. <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> uh, and he she's like, but wait, I don't have men following you. Like, tell me about that. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, I saw them on the dock at Whitebridge. Two men in dark cloaks on horseback. And she's, <laughs> she's like, you, you need to faces? leave. <laughs> oh, you got to go now. Like, the music gets very intense. Yep. Like, she gives him a bunch of money. She's like, go to the ocean i don't care if your boat can't sell in the ocean like go to the ocean now Whew. yeah so obviously something is very wrong yeah super wrong uh and then we jump back to tar valid and nynaeve is training with the warders i, I loved oh my this God, i loved it so much and i was like thinking about how perfect it is actually because you know they set it up with in season yeah. one with all of her time at yes. the warder camp where she like became besties with it's all of so those warders it's and so of good course, now that she's there and she's like blocked and she can't do any channeling and she's frustrated like yeah she's gonna go like you know try to beat people up in the training ring and like, it's, it's i love it <laughs> It's with Alana's warders, who yes. I am coming to very much adore. Oh my God, love They're them. so good. They're so And great. it's such a wonderful scene. Like, mm -hmm. again, Zoe Robbins. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Um, We find out that the warder training regimen is also extremely abusive in addition yep. to the Aes Sedai training regimen being abusive. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to be like, it's cool. And I'm like, that's not nope, cool. Nope. It's not cool. It's not good. Yeah. No, it's very bad. Um, But they make a big deal out of being like, you need to figure out like, why are you here? Which is going to yes. come back later. Yes. So then Nynaeve goes to Egwene's room and knocks and Egwene's not there because Egwene is knocking on Alana's door. And... This is stupid. So silly. Like Egwene is like asking about the weave that she was being taught. And Alana like gives this speech about like polysex. And <laughs> Egwene is like so what? uncomfortable, which like side note, like we know she's had sex. And like, I think they're doing her a little extra prudish for. I agree. You know, like, it's weird. I just, like, uh, obviously not every flavor is everybody's flavor, but like, you know. But she could it, be like, she's. She could have this conversation. Up. She's an adult. Like, she's not a 12-year-old. So yeah. anyway, anyway, she's like, and and also I don't believe for a second that Alana would actually mistake what she was asking I agree. Like, this was, was another like, point where I was like, strange. why are you? I did think where at, at one point I was like, the show's missing a little like levity mm. because everything is so heavy and like so dark. Yeah. And I feel like these were their attempts to sort of inject point. some levity yeah. because everyone is in such dire straits. Yeah, yeah but it didn't it didn't work didn't quite work it didn't um, quite work I did love what she tells Egwene at the end which is that things are messy before they're perfect yes I love that such line. a good line such, it's a, such good a good line. line I'm like I'm like gonna cross stitch that and like put it on my wall it's it's very good <laughs> uh, and Priyanka Bowes as oh, we she's said amazing. is just she's outstanding Standing so good. In this she's role. so good. Uh, so we're back to Nynaeve. She's in the kitchen with the cups. She's like, you know, been taking into account what the orders, like they're like sort yeah. of anti pep talk that they gave her. <laughs> um, and of course, Leandrin finds her. Well, and Nynaeve's about to try, right? She's, yeah, she's about she's to try about to, to try to channel. Mm -hmm. And then Leandrin shows up. And is like, you are a disappointment to all of us. You're wasting time. I'm now going to like beat you up with the power. 
Like, you know, she just says awful things about Nynaeve um, and Lamb. And like, it's all very calculated, right? Like, I yes. was like, oh, she's she just trying exactly to piss her off. what she's doing. And it works. Like, she gets Nynaeve mad enough. And so Nynaeve channels back. And then Landron shields Nynaeve and mm-hmm. is like, I'm not doing this to be mean. Hello, well, I'm doing this to like give you the power so nobody can ever take your power away. And you're like, in your like weird, twisted brain, I guess. Like, I believe I that you know. believe that, but I know I agree with you. What I'm confused by is given what we know about Leandrin and from the books, books or from the show, from yeah. the books, yeah. and that seems like a pretty big departure. Yeah, if no, they, they, don't... they can't not do that, right. So like, yeah. how, what is the goal here? Wouldn't I you not know. want her? Yeah, I agree. It does not make a whole lot of sense. Like, unless, I'm very unless confused by it. There, I can think of a couple ways that they could make it work. If they are truly like, I don't know if they're doing this, but Leandrin is going to get combined with Aleda, mm-hmm. who is not a mm-hmm. Black Asha. Right. Whereas Leandrin yes. is Black Aja. Sorry, I mean, at this so point, hard. like we said, yeah. we're talking about the books, so it's yeah, it's yeah. hard. Um, like we, I don't think we can talk about the show in this podcast no, no, without, right. Right? right? So if we, if if that is the assumption, yeah, which it could potentially be, and they could just replace whoever yeah. Leandrin is in the black, because there's so many Black Aja sisters. Well, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I was thinking about it the other way where she is Black Aja the whole time. And like, why would she want Nynaeve to be stronger? Yeah. I mean, the one thought I have about that is that she thinks she can use her. She she thinks she can turn her or and or like the the game plan with Leandrin in the books is always to like get them out of the picture. But that could not be the game plan in this version. Like the game plan could be very different. The and like, only way it makes sense to me is if she thinks she can turn her, but I yeah. don't think the show has given Leandrin any reason to think that. I mean, again, if she's combined with the latest, her delusional uh, egotism. Right. So it could be that. But if she's combined with the latest, she wouldn't be Black Asha. No, she might. They might make Alayda Black Asha. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, they might. Oh, like, I see what you're like, saying. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. We yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. which way they're going. That's true. That. So it's just it. Uh, it it's was, confusing. It's, it's if very you know a confusing. lot about the books, it's confusing. It's confusing. The choices are weird. The choices are complicated. Uh, okay, so we go back to Perrin. They're burying the bodies in the same ritual layout as we saw in mm-hmm. the first one, which apparently is a specifically Shinaran ritual i think yeah i think so um and ingtar is like asserting his authority uh because you know Perrin is like they were dark friends like why would you bury them yeah and ingtar has this whole speech about like you know stuff and things it's a very good speech but it falls a little flat for me especially when it's immediately followed by this like Perrin's like i have a rage in me like revenge and then ingtar is like you might want to ask why Padden Fane is doing these it's things. It's so weird. I was like, like what? what? He's like, you wouldn't like the answer, but the question might be worth asking. And I was like, is it? Is it? Is, is it, it worth asking? asking? Like, I don't think so. Because and then Perrin, I remember like, the thing about Ingtar and I was like, oh shit. So anyway. I don't know if I remember the thing about yeah, Ingtar. Well, I'm not going to say it, but I was like, hmm. I just, it was a very weird moment it was a weird and moment not just because of that weird speech but also because Perrin like talks about his wife yeah and Pat and Fane mm-hmm. 
but we spent, I know it's been like two years since season one, but we spent so much of that season understanding that Perrin had feelings for Egwene and the guilt. They dropped that on us in like the second to last episode. But, but, but I think it was. We were supposed to, be to understand that. We were I meant to hate it. We I were just meant decided that didn't that. happen. And I also don't think it precludes him having those feelings about Layla and Pat and Fane. To an extent. Like it, but it's less. I think what's confusing to me is later when he does Beltine and he holds on to his mm-hmm. ring. I think the show needs to be more mm. clear that it is about his own guilt. Right. 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 Or maybe they heard that we all hated it so much that they're like, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. I still am just like, why were you even (laughs) married? Why? Why did they even invent a wife for you? I don't understand. Unnecessary and silly. Um, Okay, so that was a weird scene. Uh, (laughs) It was a very weird scene. My note was like, my note is Perrin talking about his wife and Pat and Fane. Like, okay. Like 17 question marks. I have WTF <laughs> next to Ingtar saying maybe had Fane had a reason. I was like, what? <laughs> like the uh, reason that he's evil? Like that? Okay. Reason? Okay. All right. Um, so we go back to Lan, who's headed into Moiraine's office where she is reading and ignoring him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like asking her questions and Oof. she continues to ignore him and he loses his shit and she continues to just like stonewall it's him. Rough. Do you know what it reminded me of is what? that scene in like especially like kids' movies of a certain era where like they've they've like made friends with this wild animal, but the wild animal has to go back to the wild, so they have to be mean to it to get oh. it to go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it feels like That's to me. Like, like she's, I don't want you around anyway. No, like, go. Is it? she's Harry and the Hendersons in him. Harry and the Hendersons in <laughs> him. Exactly. That's what it feels like to me is happening. No, for and sure. I hate that trope. I hate. No, it so I agree. Much. It's not my favorite. But I, I, but what? It's not that it works for me. But what makes it more palatable, I think, is that so much of this, I think, is clearly yes. not even about land no it's about moiraine and they've made it clear that it's about moiraine like the show has made it clear that it's not her trying like in her head it's like yes i'm also protecting him Mm -hmm. but really it's because she feels so lost Mm -hmm. and broken and all of these other feelings that have everything to do with her so it works in that way no it doesn't i don't think it doesn't work it's just hard to watch it's very it is very difficult to watch because sometimes sometimes that can be annoying when you're like oh my god like shut up but this i think no no it's earned it's it's earned it's very very earned but yeah, like the make it yourself dinner line. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, Lan. I know. Lan, Al Lan Madrigorin. Like, what? <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> it was very like 13 year old. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Uh, all right, let's see. So we go back to Egwene. Oh. Um, and Nynaeve comes in with this letter from the letter. Oh, like, this was brutal, though. Oh, I know. And Nynaeve has forgotten that it's Beltine. And, like, you know, Egwene <laughs> is making this lantern. And then I was like, oh, shit. It's been a literal year since yeah. episode one of the first season. Like, this is literally a year later. Like, that's mm-hmm. wild. Um. And then Nynaeve reads from the letter, like, oh. tears, who is cutting onions? I just can't even. 
Um, like he's like hoping that next year they'll meet in Tarval and Mount. Well, he says them. he says I hope that the four of us can be yeah. together, meaning loyal Perrin. Egwene and Nynaeve and I was like it's weird that he didn't say Matt he did say because Matt. not in that sentence oh I see because in the net he waits until the next yes. sentence to be like and I hope we can find Matt mm-hmm. and he'll be with us right because and and when Nynaeve was thinking and reading through it I had that thought oh well, because I was like then. because then right we cut oh. to Matt who is new like, Matt new Matt Donalfin like chained to a bed, being <laughs> read this poor boy. letter by Leandrin, and she's edited out the part that includes Matt. And she says she's been basically torturing him. Yes. yes. Um, and say so she says, you know, that's 16 letters and not a mention mm-hmm. of you. Your friends don't care about you. And he's like, I haven't touched the dagger <laughs> in six months. What the hell? I have been falling for 13 13 minutes. minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. That was the cadence. Um, I am also a little, I know Moiraine. So in the last season, Moiraine sent word for the Reds to pick up Matt, which didn't make make any sense. sense. It happened either. And it doesn't make sense here. No, it doesn't make any sense. Because like, why are, why? Why is she keeping him prisoner? Yeah. It's very confusing. I can understand like Tarvalin wanting to hold on to Matt for the reasons they do in the book. Yes. Right. But, but this... why are you making it this? And like, why there is was it a secret? perfectly good reason. No, I know. It's very strange. Nobody knows he's there. Weird. Like he doesn't know where anybody else is. Um, well, that's not true. Leandrin's been like, oh, they're they're this is where everybody is because she's reading them the letters. Yeah. So, all right. So then we switch back to Perrin, who's made a Beltine lantern mm. and who like he takes off his wedding ring and puts it on the lantern. And I'm like in tears. And then he takes it back and puts it back on. And you're like, oh, buddy, you got to let go. Yeah, he does need to let go. I don't know. It didn't really affect me that much because it no. didn't work for me because I think, again, like they're not unlike with Moiraine, where they are being very clear about her choices and why she's mm. sort of like at least our understanding of why she might be mm. making her choices with Perrin less so right because right. I don't think they've made a strong enough stance with him yet that's fair uh and then we get a bunch of quick cuts so Matt is picking up his candle in his mm. cell Egwene is crying about Rand yes gone which is so sad um Nynaeve is comforting her and saying she's not going anywhere and then Matt is like turning over this box in the corner mm. of the room. I love Nynaeve, it. I know. And I need a greater like hugging and crying. And then Matt's like tunneling his way <laughs> through the bricks. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we and got then Matt's, yes. Rand. And then Rand. We literally see this figure carrying a lantern outside a village, hanging it on a hook. And it's Rand. And it's Rand celebrating Beltine by Beltine. himself somewhere by himself who knows where but I know where because x-ray told me but anyway we'll get back to that later uh <laughs> so we cut back to Lan then who is like having like he, they're all sitting down to dinner and like they're all eating and Lan's like we should wait for more no I love they go should we wait and he's like, <laughs> like yes, yes she'll definitely be here and I love um Adelaus like yes. being like she has it like to her mouth yeah, and then it's like, like <sighs> and puts her food back down 
<laughs> and like Varen is being so nice about it. And then Adelaide says the same thing you said. She's like, none of this is about you. Like none yeah. of this is about you. Like there's a trauma, you know, so the two of them are trying to like be like, they're coming from, a, you know, good cop, yeah. bad cop sort of angles. But like, they're just like, she's cut off from the source. Like yeah. most people die. Like she's yep. incredibly strong. None of this is about you. Um, and then Tomas, the warder, talks about the different ways to communicate between warder and Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, he's like, time to be quiet and listen. And lands like, nobody else has ever told me. I, yeah, <laughs> I love that moment. <laughs> so he takes the dinner dish up to Moirene's office, but she is not in the room because she is, for unknowable reasons. It doesn't make any no, sense. No, this was the part that I was like, when you texted me, I was like, yeah, same. Uh, like Moirene with just a knife, no ability to channel, knowing that Murdral were tracking Bale Doman, and then he just was here, rides off by herself? In like, the dark. In the dark, without telling anybody where she's going. I, I, the only explanation I can come up for this is that, like, in her trauma, she's trying to make, like, the heroic sacrifice. Except but it, she knows that, like, they'll kill her, and then they'll go kill everybody. Yeah, it doesn't so, like, make, it serves no purpose. It makes negative sense. yeah. They, I don't know if there's like a scene missing or something, but I was just like, why is she going? Yeah. I, or like, even if your mission is that urgent, you know, you have no way to defend yourself, and that like the Dark One's minions are literally tracking you and your people. So, like, it doesn't, it's just like, if you have a mission that's that important, Probably you need people to back you up so yeah. you can complete the mission. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't. Anyway, so there's this whole murder all fight that is so intense. Oh my gosh. Like it was very it was yeah. it was very like uh it made me think of Peter Jackson using horror in Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings mm-hmm. because she's like by herself. It's like yes. every sound you don't yes. know. And I loved the way they had Meridrel coming out of the shadows. Yes, that was very well done. It was, was so cool. Good. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, and like, so Lan shows up just in time to save her. Maureen gets stabbed. And then well, Lan is like fighting two at one. What? He doesn't quite save her. Well, <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm saying. So like he's, and then he's fighting two and then he's going to die. They're both going to die. And then Varian comes to the rescue and Tomas has a flame sword. Which is, well, he, she like channels him a flame sword and it's awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. Um, and so, you know, it all gets, you know everybody makes it out in the end although moiraine like looks like she's about to die or pass out or something. yeah because she literally gets stabbed through yeah all the it's way through rough it's intense and lan is like what aren't you telling me <laughs> like why are murdral after you why are what you is happening here? why would you why go you by yourself here? right like it's just <laughs> I did. I did like, though, it it did make me think of the parallel from the first season of how well Moiraine and Lan fought together Mm -hmm. and that like wonderful moment against the Trollocs when they were just like perfectly in sync. And here, obviously, fully disjointed, broken, forced to like just try to survive in the best way they can. You're smart, Preeti. Genius. Parallels. Parallels. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, And that's the first episode. That's the first episode. Do you want to talk about the preview they showed after the credits? No, no? because we'll just we'll just we'll just we'll just be talking about it. All right, cool. Because we're dropping these all at once, so ever like when people can listen, they they don't have to wait. Uh, They can just go to the next one. (laughs) 
Uh, okay, so a big thank you to Brian Dunn, fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at BrianDunnMusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And if you're enjoying the show, please do leave us a rating or a review or whatever on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps other folks to find the show and we like reading them sometimes on the air. Uh, you can find us some other places. I am on Book Riot's SFF Yeah podcast with Sharifa. And you can find me on social media on Blue Sky and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. Um, you can find me co-hosting, at least given whenever this episode airs, um, one season of the Women of Marvel podcast which is available wherever you can get your podcast. Uh, also co-hosting Desi Geek Girls, and you can find me on social basically everywhere, but mostly these days, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, and Blue Sky at Run With Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. Oh, also, come hang out with us on Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash Uh We have a good time in the Discord. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, which at the time of this recording, they are the following. Joanne, N.T., Jennifer P., Anastasia L., Jessica D., Laura M., Brandon, Spencer, Jarvis, Jonathan, Bruce L., Benjamin A., The Bitter Fig, Nate M, Joanna S, James C, Druidus Cleodna, Ross J, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H. Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M. Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, 
Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye.